Hi, it's Thursday night. Welcome. How, how is everyone doing? I had to work today, so I'm, we're getting on a little late today. But tonight's message, it's about never giving up. And I don't know how many times in your life you've had or you've come across a time, a situation, or an emotion where you just thought, you know what, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done. And I think like, especially now in the pandemic, when we're being faced with things like stress within our family, um, we're struggling with our own thoughts because we're not getting out. We're not getting to do the things that sometimes numb the pain and anxiety we have. So um, we can get to the point where we just want to give up. Mm -hmm. So tonight's all about not giving up. Yeah. So pastor's got a great, great, great message for us. Yeah. And it's, it's a little, it's tied a little bit with last week I was talking about uh, we need to fight for what's most important, right? Um, and I, I talked a little bit about the battles that we have inside of us uh, because our battle is not each other. Uh, it's not against uh, uh, you that, know yeah, what people sure. are saying or what people are feeling. Everyone's stressed, you mm -hmm. know. So it's it's really not that battle. Uh, the battle a lot of times is within Just our, our minds. Just our own thoughts, yeah. yeah. They make us want to give up. It does. It does. And so so we need to recognize those things. And so what we're going to look at today is that um, we're going to look at how you know. Um, it's easy to to allow a thought to take us, and then next thing you know, we're yeah, in this battle in our yeah. heads, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so we need to fight for what is most important. We need to recognize that it's about relationships. That's the bottom line. So, but to fight that, we have to fight with spiritual weapons because, of course, we know that um, you know we're getting pulled sideways and this way and that way with so many different things. And we start to kind of forget. It's easy to forget and get so caught up with trying to do so many things that we forget. Well, we just try to do it on our own strength. I think you've been really good. I mean, yeah. I think this is a series you've been talking about, mm -hmm. taking every thought captive. And mm -hmm. uh, we must think, see things from God's, from heaven's vantage point because right. we're already seated in heavenly places. I think you've been saying this week after yeah. week. And I feel like sometimes we have to repeat ourselves right. uh, because it's important. We don't get it. We have to focus on the good thoughts. Right. You know. Find yourself in Philippians, it says, whatever's pure, whatever's holy, mm -hmm. whatever is just. Because when those bad thoughts come in, we talked about this last week, we got to pull them out really easy. Right. Because otherwise they grow into these weeds. Right. And we don't want weeds in our minds because right. then it brings us to that point where we just want to give up. That's right. And so, you know, so then we talked about what happens if we don't pluck them out. And, uh, you know, we talked about Cain. Yeah. You know, God was saying, hey, take care of this. And he didn't. And so then he got himself into all kinds yeah. of trouble, ends up killing his brother. It's a really bad scenario. And so then we started looking at, okay, well, how do, what do we do? We, well, we need to guard our hearts. Uh, it says to guard your hearts because it's, that's where the wellspring of life comes from. And so, so that was kind of like the beginning steps of what yeah, we need to Yeah, I feel like do. when we start wanting to give up, we've kind of left, left our guard down and our heart is so discouraged. Right. It almost doesn't want to go on. Right. And so, yeah, I guess those preventative things of having the great guardian of our heart, looking, right. preparing, making sure nothing settles in that's too negative in our hearts and minds. That's right. So if, the, if our hearts is the center of our life, it's that's really right. important. And so we looked at that prayer last week. You know, um, God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Mm. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me yeah. to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. And so it was, you know, like, God, you know, just look into those deep places in us, you know, so that we can. I think sometimes we don't really want to look in. Mm -hmm. and we need to mm -hmm. have that time. And sometimes being in this pandemic, we spend a lot more time alone and at home. And this is kind of, we could turn it around and make it a time 
for really safe reflection. That's right. And it's, it's that looking inside uh, the depths of our heart and who we are. Mm -hmm. And we just the other day, we saw Nacho Libre. Ah, Nacho! <laughs> Y'all know that one, right? right? Nacho! And, and you remember the scene that he's walking with the, with the nun. I hope, hopefully all of you have seen it. But he's walking with this nun and he, he likes her or whatever. And, and that's yo ho ho! <laughs> and he says, he says, you know, he's, he's beneath all, beneath the clothes, we find the man. And beneath the man, you find his nucleus, right? <laughs> if you haven't watched the movie, you're going to have to put it on it's your awesome. to-do list. It's awesome. But anyways, in this movie, it's like, it was so true. You know, it's like, yeah, underneath the clothes, you see a man. And underneath a man or a woman. You have a core, which is the nucleus. A core. Mm -hmm. It's the nucleus. It's the mm -hmm. bottom line. It's a, so what is our nucleus? So in the Bible, the, the scriptures speak of a nucleus that we are, right? It's called our inner man or our inner being. Second mm -hmm. um, Corinthians 4.16 says that that is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, mm -hmm. our inner strength in the Lord is growing every day. These troubles and sufferings of ours are, after all, quite small and won't last very long. Yet this short time of distress will result in God's richest blessing upon us forever and ever. And so we do not look at what we can see right now. The troubles are all around us, but we look forward to the joys in heaven, which we have not yet seen. The troubles will soon be over, but the joys to come will last forever. Yeah, that's good news. And so, so Paul was, you know, you know, I mean, he was going through a lot. I mean, he was suffering like crazy going out and proclaiming the gospel. People were throwing rocks at him. Um, beating him, he was shipwrecked, shipwrecked a couple of times. three times, thrown into prison, who knows how many, I think five times. And so in the midst of all that, you know, this man was just like, hey, this is just temporary because he was looking mm -hmm. at things from a per heavenly perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's the context. And so in that scripture that I just shared with you, I want you, I'm going to share with you a little bit about the context of why Paul was saying that. And he was talking about what happens when we turn to God. We become mm -hmm. aware of the spirit of God. We experience a new way of living, mm -hmm. and God starts to transform our inner being. Mm -hmm. We become more like Christ, and that is why Paul encouraged them to never give up. And so, um, so we're going to look at uh, the scriptures, Second uh, Corinthians four sixteen. We're going to break it down a little bit, and then we'll just close. It's going to be a short message. Uh, so the first part it says that is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our inner strength in the Lord is growing and renewed every. Day. Yeah, so it's like when you start to feel empty, you know, there's that verse that says, um, be filled up with the Holy Spirit. Is it a one-time filling? No. The verse, there's time and time again in the Bible that says, go and ask to be filled. Mm -hmm. Have the Holy Spirit just fill you from the top of your head to your tip of your toes. You right. need a fresh fire, a fresh wind. So we don't give up because we're being renewed. In, inwardly renewed day by, by day. day. And the Lord does not, he doesn't give us a stone when we ask for bread you know i That's love right. that verse it's like won't your heavenly father give you even more of what you need mm -hmm. so i feel like we should be going to him to for that renewal instead That's of right. getting to where we want to give up That's right that's right. You know, we get caught up with the mess and then we're not looking at the things that we should be. Um, and that word renewed is, uh, means literally to make new in quality. Um, in context, we're made in the image of God, and but we fell. And now we're being renewed into that same image again. Mm -hmm. And that's what Paul was saying. It's like, look, you are being renewed day by day. You will become more Christ-like. You will look more like him in time right mm -hmm. and so we go through these struggles knowing hey you know these are difficult times but i'm just passing through i'm just passing i'm through. in 
I'm a becoming. I love that, you know. Human becoming, I'm yeah. I'm human becoming. Yeah. And in Corinthians it says, but whatever someone turns, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I love that song. Mm -hmm. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him. So we're changed into His glorious image. Amen. Amen. So, so that the key, you know, uh, one of the words that uh, in the New King James says, as we behold Him. Mm -hmm. And so it's like every time we get close to Him, every time... You're either reading the scriptures, you're listening to some worship songs, you're praying, uh, you're doing all those, whatever spiritual disciplines it is that you do, um, those mm -hmm. are those moments that God starts to change you because you start to reflect him more and more. His Well, the more time we spend him, the more time we're in his word, the more time we're praying according to his will. You know, it's so mm -hmm. beautiful. People say, how do I pray? You know what you say? God, your kingdom come, your will be done in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, in Galatians 3, 10, 11, it says, you are living a brand new kind of life that is continually learning more and more of what is right and trying constantly to be more like Christ who created this new life within you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, so this and renewing, it affects mm -hmm. the way you think and what you understand about the Lord, His mm -hmm. will, His working His in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, this word it speaks of a true knowledge. It could be translated as a thorough knowledge where all of a sudden you just know that you know. Mm -hmm. It is an intensive, intensive life-changing knowledge that shapes the way you live your life. Mm -hmm. These are the, that's what Paul was talking about. This is like this inside work that he wanted mm -hmm. to bring out, mm -hmm. that the Lord wants to bring out of us. And, but it's through a lot of knowledge. It's through knowing what he has done and who he is in your life. And every time you get close to him, something beautiful changes, something mm -hmm. happens, right? Nice. And so these troubles and sufferings of ours are, after all, quite small and won't last very long. Yet this short time of distress will result in God's richest blessing upon us forever and ever. Mm -hmm. So it's like he was saying, encouraging people, saying, look, I know we're going through a hard time right now, but it's not going to last forever. What's going to last forever is this beautiful, glorious time that we're going to have. So we don't not lose heart because our troubles achieve an eternal weight of glory. Actually, that word that was used, it speaks of a scale. And it's talking about these things are that weigh us down in this world um, mm -hmm. are nothing compared to what the things that God is going to bring. So it just kind of The weight like, of the reality of all that we'll have and understand absolutely. when we get to heaven. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's temporary in comparison to eternity. But you can see eternity. how the temptation and how the enemy and just our own frailties would make us want to just be so obsessed with what's in front of us mm -hmm. and the temporary that we lose sight that we really are passing through That's and right. that we really are trying to, we are being called to a higher call. We're doing right. a greater work for mm -hmm. a greater glory, not for just what we see, but for what we don't see. That's right. And so, uh, so this word here uh, means for the moment or a little while. And so, so we have to recognize that. Matter of fact, in James 4.14, mm -hmm. he says, you do not know what will happen tomorrow for okay. what is your life? It is even like a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So mm -hmm. just imagine you make your, your, you've got a stove going and you've got some vapor coming out of, your, you know, out of the pot. As soon as you turn off the fire, you look at the vapor and then it disappears. That's how quick it is, right? That's how quick our life is in comparison to eternity. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's, things hurt sometimes. I'm glad that it goes slow, but when, it, when it's bad time in your life, you want it to go fast. You want it to go really fast. So when we're being daily renewed in the inner man and when we're refreshing ourselves daily with the perspective of Scripture, we begin to see things more as God does. 
And when we see things more nearly as God does, our afflictions in this world seem to weigh a lot less. Mm-hmm. In fact, they are light. It says, uh, Jesus spoke of that. Yeah. They aren't heavy my at all. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. Mm-hmm. 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 So verse 18, so it says, so we do not look at what we can see right now, the troubles all around us, but we look forward to the joys in heaven, which we have not yet seen. The troubles will soon be over, but the joys to come will last forever. So which leads to the third point. We do not lose heart. Because our eyes are fixed on what is unseen mm. and eternal. So, yeah, we have to look past what we see around us. Mm-hmm. We have to, it's, it, the word look means a distant mark looked at or a goal, an end that one has in view. Mm-hmm. It's the word that they use for scope, like a microscope or telescope. You're using something very intensive to, get, to bring something close to you so mm-hmm. you can see it. And that's kind of like what he's saying here. He's telling us to look intently at the things of heaven. Look mm-hmm. intently at the things that await you, right? Look intently inside and, let, and see what God is doing inside you. Uh, spy it out, like to look at, to observe it. Contemplate, you know, think about these things, right? These are all important. Examine it, inspect it, whatever it is you want to, whatever word you want to use, but just keep your attention on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And Second Corinthians 5, it says, for instance, we know that when these bodies of ours are taken down like tents and folded away, they will be replaced by resurrection bodies in heaven. Mm-hmm. They're God-made, not handmade. And we'll never have to relocate our tents again. Sometimes we can hardly wait to move. And so we cry out in frustration. Compared to what's coming, living conditions around here seem like a stopover in an unfurnished shack. Mm -hmm. And we're tired of it. We've been given a glimpse of the real thing, our true home, our resurrection bodies. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of God whets our appetite by giving us a taste of what's ahead. He puts a little heaven in our hearts so that we'll never settle for less. I love the way the message says that. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like... Our bodies are like tents and, and a tent, you know, I mean, when you go camping, it's only for a while that you're staying in a tent, but there's a, a building that is waiting for you. That's your home, right? Mm-hmm. Well, see right now, our bodies are tents. These will not last forever. One day they're going to just go away just like a tent. After a while it fades away, right? But a home, the home that we're going to have with God is forever. So in Romans 8, 18, 19, it says, Yet what we suffer now is nothing, is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Mm-hmm. And that's when creation is redeemed. That's when we're revealed as true sons of God. Mm-hmm. It's a very... Um, that's what I love about really picking apart scripture. There's so much in it. It's not, you can't just read it fast and take it at face value. That's sure. what we, we hope when you spend a short time with us in these videos that it gives you a hunger to get into the word yourself mm-hmm. and let the Lord really open your eyes to all of what he is saying mm-hmm. because he, he has gone to prepare a place for us because where he is, he wants us to be with him also. That's right. He wants relationship with us. He is wooing you. He's calling you. Mm-hmm. And though you feel like you want to give up, don't. Mm-mm. Don't. No. It's not time to give up. It's time to stand and watch and be filled and let the Lord bring uh, a way, mm-hmm. a path. Mm-hmm. You know that song, Move the mountains, and I believe you're going to do it again. You made a way. When there was no way, and I believe 
you're gonna do it again. Mm. You just gotta trust him for that. That's it. And you know, and we can do uh, what we can do for each other is to encourage one another. If mm. you know someone that is struggling, mm. uh, give them a call. You know, just give them a call and say, hey, you know. And if you're struggling, you. reach out. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Say, you know what? I need somebody to just speak truths over me. I got a bunch of lies and weeds I got to pluck out. That's right. So, I mean, we all, we've all been there. I've yeah. wanted to give up a oh, times. I we know have my our husband moments. Has, my husband, he, he packs his bags every now and then. <laughs> Oops, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, we We're all done. struggle with it. We're that. out of here. Yeah, you know, and it is. It's, it's, but it's worth the struggle because you know that at the, end, at the other side, mm -hmm. um, you find that there's something beautiful that God did inside mm -hmm. you and you become more like him. You start to become more peaceful, mm -hmm. more joyful. Uh, you start to trust you know, God more, yeah, just things change. And so I just want to encourage you, continue yep, to press please. in. And Never share your up. stories with us. We love when That's you right. send us a little note about something God's been doing in your mm -hmm. life. And it mm -hmm. just, it, it encourages us. us. Yeah, totally. It does. So please share when you can and just know that we love you and we're praying. When you ask us to pray for you, we're praying for you. Blessings. God bless you. Bye-bye. Ciao, as they say in Italian. Chichile diavolo. Today was my mom's birthday. She'd be 100 years old. And in honor of her, I'm going to eat something sweet because she loves sweet things. I'll see who stayed to the end of the video on that one.